Hello, and you have entered the Two Minute Drill Zone. I'm your host, Nate Jones. With me, as always, is <laughs> Philip Bucky Thomas. That was a pretty good intro, that don't you was, think? That was. That was different. Okay, yeah. I I thought so, too. All right. <laughs> so we're the Two Minute Drill here on UCCS Radio, and we talk sports, but we mostly talk basketball here. It's the NBA playoffs. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You thought it was Christmas. Nope. It's the NBA playoffs. It's April. It's April, baby. And we are talking all the different playoff series. There's only two round one matchups left. Mm-hmm. We got the Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, Spurs. We got a game seven. Game seven, baby. Tomorrow. What are you looking forward to most in these last couple games? Um, I'm looking forward to the game tonight, honestly. You know, Golden State out in LA, you know, Staples Center. Clippers haven't been known to play the best at their home court, which yeah. is odd to me. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens because if honestly, if even the the Clippers take the Golden State Warriors to a game seven, I think it's guaranteed that they get a star next year. I mean, yeah. I mean next this summer, it's guaranteed. Just because who who is on the Clippers right now other than Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Gallinari? There's that rookie with the really long last name that oh. was like does like the curvature yeah. on his back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Other than that, no, there's no, you can argue there's no superstar on that yeah, team. Yeah, no superstar. There's some talented players, but, like, they're gritty. Like, if someone said that they're the team that is playing at the park that just doesn't lose mm-hmm. because they're, you know, if they lose, they beat everyone yeah. up. <laughs> Harrow but, would definitely beat everybody up. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's definitely, like, that's our identity, and the... The Warriors are like kind of that really talented team, but if you push them, they're calling foul. If you mm-hmm. breathe on them too hard, they're calling a foul. And so they're two very different teams. And so, yeah, it's fascinating to see them match up. And yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game. Now, the Clippers have played remarkably well in Oracle for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. If they can pull out game six tonight, what does game seven look like? I think it's going to be game seven would be the hardest game. I feel like the Golden State Warriors would probably play in a long time. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, I just know for a fact that Patrick Beverly is going to come into that game hyped off the wall, you know, drank seven coffees before, (laughs) um, you know, just, I, I, I think it'll be amazing just for the team in general. Um, I think, You'll see tonight, though. You'll see like a, I th- I th- I really think the Clippers are going to be able to pull it off tonight. I think okay. I think it's going to be able to happen. Um, taking the Golden State Warriors to a Game Seven, honestly, even if they lose, it's still an accomplishment. Yeah. So even I, honestly, them taking them this far to a Game Six is still an accomplishment. It's to incredible. Me. Yeah. It should. It's a one eight matchup. Yeah. So honestly, this should have been a sweep. You know, they should have got their brooms out right away. Yeah, I wonder how the how the betters in Vegas are feeling right now. Yeah. You know? So. And if I'm the Houston Rockets, I'm loving it. I'm mm-hmm. loving every single second of it because they play, they'll play the Warriors if the Warriors come out. You want a tired team. You want a team that's lost to Marcus Cousins. Yeah. Everything that they were hoping for. And then if you're looking at the Spurs or Nuggets, they're hoping for the exact same thing too. And what's really interesting is, it really changes a lot. So the Spurs come out. I do believe then, would the Warriors still play the Rockets or would they play the Spurs then? 
Because do they go the lowest seat or is it like? I'm not too a sure. Section. Yeah. Let's see if we can find that information. I'm not Staff too sure department. on it, but yeah, that would be that would change the whole dynamic of the year of the whole like postseason playoffs. Honestly, um, I think Lou Williams is gonna have a great game tonight. Um, I think they're gonna have to put. I think Kevin Durant's also gonna have a good a good game. He's. I think he realizes the kind of the slander that's been put on his name yep. recently, especially like in the Warriors in general. Um, I don't really have much faith in Clay Thompson right now. Um, <laughs> even with his whole, I don't know if you've seen like his like commercial that he has. No, uh, no, it's like uh, he's like speaking to some dude on a beach, and he's like, "Who are you?" And the dude's like. I'm failure. And then he's like, I thought I defeated you. And then like the commercial like cuts off at that part. But like, I don't know why I'm going into this now. This is going to be like my ending point. Cause I, at the end of the show, cause I wanted to talk about like the playoffs whenever it comes to media. Yeah. At the same time, how it comes to like music right now. Okay. And it's weird because like, it's a whole thing. We'll, we'll save it for the end okay. of the show. Awesome. I'm trying to find out right now who the, like what happens just basically talking about how the Nuggets failed last mm-hmm. night. We can talk about that more. Okay. Later. Should we talk about um, going to game one? Yeah, let's talk about going to game one. Yeah. Since we weren't able to... I did a little show last week mm-hmm. just kind of saying, hey, this is what's happening in the playoffs. But uh, we went to game one. Uh, Nuggets, Spurs. What? Just your instant... One word. What would you summarize the experience? N- not counting in the win or loss mm-hmm. portion of it. But what was your overall ecstatic? Yeah, I was gonna say electric. Yeah, it's there's nothing else like it. Yeah. I also I had the chance to go to Game Five as well. Yeah, it was not as exciting as Game One. Mm-hmm. There's just a different energy in Game One. Of they've not been the playoffs in six years. They're number two seed, which they haven't been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of excitement and electricity in the stadium. Unfortunately, ended a loss, so it was kind of a bummed out moment. There's some incredible moments, just like when you're looking at either side of it. There was Derek White, UCCS alum, who dunked on Paul Millsap. I've never heard the energy of an arena sucked out like the way it was there. The only noise I heard was from the Spurs bench. You didn't, you know, there's a couple of Spurs fans here and there, but you couldn't hear them. And all you could hear was the Spurs bench going crazy, and it was just a silent arena in a playoff game. It was unreal. Mm-hmm. It was stuff like that. That was incredible. When the Nuggets like started pulling back in it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the whole the whole the whole experience was awesome. Um, just spending the day kind of in Denver, um, eating at what was Brooklyn's. Brooklyn's, um, right, literally right in the same center. Yeah, um, that was amazing too. And you know, getting a free playoff shirt. Um, now that they're selling for, they're now selling them for like 30, 30 bucks, bucks <laughs> but without the like Rocky Mountain Honda dealers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. And then, yeah, just being in that same, just being in the space and just being able to like watch something that's hap- that hasn't happened in a long time happen was, the, was the greatest feeling. Honestly, everybody in there had like, you know, I feel like everybody in there was locked into the game from what I saw. Um, nobody really like had their like phones out you know, very much and stuff like that. And spe- and then the end of the game, it totally exciting too. You oh, know, yeah. even even though they lost it, it was still just to watch them climb back, fight, 
And then, you know, they lost, but like still they they it was an exciting game because I feel like it's way more like ha- I feel like it's way funner to have those type of games than to have like, you know, a blowout game or a game that ends with like ten points with them having yeah. ten points more and stuff. So wish Jamal Murray hit that shot, but yeah. I felt that Will Barton was taking unadvised shots throughout the whole whole game. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't get that. This like, Nuggets team, and I think last night was also evidence, they live and die by that three-point line. If it's not hitting you, they still take the shots. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense because they can go to the basket. Oh, yeah. They are very good at going to the basket. They are very good at making it very difficult for defenses to defend them, especially a team like the Spurs. Because you just keep going at them. Your guys get in foul trouble. They can't defend the way they want to defend. Mm-hmm. Looking at DeRozan and Derek White mostly. But, yeah. yeah. That, that fascinates me that they just shoot the three so much. Yeah. White definitely had a great game. Game one. Even Forbes had a great game. Uh, Oddly. <laughs> yeah. DeMar DeRozan, even, he kind of, he surprised me with his, just mid-range accuracy. Yeah. That he can just hit that even though he basically has no three-point shot at all. Yeah. Which is, to me, is like so foreign now in the NBA. Like, how can you be in that position and not have at least somewhat of a three-point ability? Because there's big guys now who are gaining that left and right. Yeah. No, it's interesting. So it looks like the Spurs, no matter what, would, if they win, play the Blazers. Okay. And then winner of Clippers, Warriors plays the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting coming down the line here. Yeah. Game seven, the Nuggets just need to hit them in the mouth. They can't let it come oh, down yeah. to, like, the last second shot or anything mm-hmm. like that. They kind of need to do exactly what they did game five. Get certain players in foul trouble. Be effective with when they're not on the floor. They're using a nine-man rotation for the most part. Uh, and... Those nine nine guys need to be on point. Oh, there there needs to be no fluctuation. Will Barton needs to put in effective points, minutes. You know they need big minutes, points from all these guys. Yeah, I think another thing that I that's definitely gonna have to happen from what I haven't seen like very much all series except for like I saw like a little highlights from Game Five. Okay. Um, I think Jokic needs to be way more aggressive. Honestly, the dude is being way too passive. If if the shot's available to you, take it. Especially on that three-point line. Just have the confidence in yourself. Because you've made them before. And I I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, why is he taking these shots? You know, it's what it's in his wheelhouse. It's in his yep. repertoire to make these shots. As a big man, especially. And so, once you have... If you're open, hit him. I... I, I I've watched too many times him get the ball. He's he's basically wide open behind the three-point line, and he defers yep. to somebody else. And, like, even going inside, too, I feel like he needs to be a little bit more aggressive. I think, I think the funniest thing I saw from last night was he was being guarded. Basically, he was on, like, the free-throw line, and he just, like, put up a shot. But, like, Stan Van Gundy was basically, like, that was, like, the slowest shot I have ever seen. Yeah. The dude, the dude shoots so slowly. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, like, has to get, like, set, you know? Like, all right, I am about to shoot the ball now. 
and stuff and no hate on him or anything like that if it goes in it goes in and it did and yeah. stuff but like you just got to be like a little bit more aggressive there yeah and i saw a little bit of that in game five so i was i feel like i'm in an elite club but yeah. i saw Jokic jump dunk he dunked it in like the first minute really? it was like the first points of the game for the nuggets were that dunk and it was shocking mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they needed it, it kind of put a jolt, and they went on a mini run there. Yeah, that's what they need. They, I, I've been to a couple games against the Rockets and the Thunder. When they get big dunks and big plays, blocks, whatever, it energizes not only the stadium but the team. Right, they feed off it. Plumlee was playing terrible in Game Five, but he had a big block. They went on a run. He was like, he had like four turnovers mm-hmm. in three minutes. But it, it's stuff like that they need. If they want to play the Blazers, yeah. Obviously, they do not. They don't want to play the Blazers. No. I don't think anyone in their right mind wants to play Damian Lillard right now. No. And we can talk about that after the break. But when we're talking about matchups, the Blazers probably want the Spurs more than they want the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I think the Spurs are a very talented team, but they they're kind of beatable in a lot of different ways. Especially when we're looking at what the Nuggets have failed. When the Nuggets have won, they've had one player take over when they've lost they've not had that Damian Lillard's going to take over every single game oh yeah in one way or another and you look at Russell Westbrook and do the same thing it may not be effective but you're gonna have to defend that one guy really well Mm -hmm. you can't zone out you can't switch like the Spurs like to do because you're gonna need Derek White on the whole time but your best defensive player being focused on one dude is going to affect how the yeah, rest of the team plays. Definitely. I think it's I think it's important to keep in mind also that like how young how like the Nuggets have not been in this situation before. Yeah. And so I don't honestly I'm scared for tomorrow cuz it's a game 7. I don't know if they're going to have the, you know, the jitters and the nerves. And then at the same time if they win, this is the first time for them going to the second round. Yeah, I don't know how long. It's probably even longer than seven years, but it's it's it's, and at, yeah, at the same time, Damian Lillard is playing like a monster, which we'll go into that more since we're speaking about like the Nuggets and the Spurs right now. But I would say it's it's a tough road ahead for whoever team wins this series between the Nuggets and the Spurs. It's a really tough tough road ahead. Yeah, and they're gonna face a. A little bit of a healthier, refreshed uh, Blazers team. And an energized one as well. Mm-hmm. But, things to note. When we're talking about the Blazers, and we can dive a little deeper into their series and all that right after this, but they're bad when Cantor's on the floor. He's their center right now. Yeah, he, There's a negative rating when he's on the floor that team has. Mm-hmm. Defensively, Dang. which is bad. Yeah, that's bad. So we can dive more into those stats, mm-hmm. but when we're looking at the Nuggets, they'll probably fare a little better because they'll have a better big man matchup. Yeah. So, yeah, all this is interesting. All right, quick predictions. Game seven, Saturday, who wins? Nuggets, Blazers. Nuggets. Nuggets, Spurs. My bad. Yeah, Nuggets. <laughs> like, Nuggets, yep, that's who I pick as well. Clippers, Warriors, who wins tonight? Clippers. Who wins game seven? Clippers. I'm right on that. <laughs> I We talked about it yesterday briefly, but it would make me so happy that they blow a 3-1 lead. The last game in Oracle ever? Yes. That's beautiful. The If the Clippers actually win the series, 
They beat the Rockets. <laughs> they they basically won the NBA championship. Yeah. Like, it can go down. The, they don't even have to get to, like, the Western Conference Finals. They can get bounced up by the Rockets in four games. To me, they'd still be the best team. To me. Yeah. I, I would love them. I'd buy a Beverly jersey. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm down with that as well. Patrick Beverly's. Yeah. Uh, they go down in history. They're going to take down that Shaq statue in the Staples oh, Center yeah. for the Patrick Beverly one. <laughs> have you ever been to the Staples Center? I, I have. It's, it's one of the coolest statues because he's like, basically, it looks like he's floating because mm-hmm. he's breaking the backboard. It's really cool. Okay. But, yeah. All right. So, we'll be back after this quick break, and we'll be breaking down the playoff series that have already wrapped up. The West, they're done. They, they, they're they set. Mm-hmm. They know who they're playing, and the West has no idea who they're playing. So, yep. We'll be back in a second. You're listening to the Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. Guess who's back, back, back again? Yes, Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. And you can also be listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, any of those formats. Uh, we appreciate all the support. We have nine five star ratings on iTunes, and we want 900. Yeah. So keep them coming. We really appreciate it because it helps other people find the show. All right, so we're talking NBA playoffs here, and we're going to switch to the least interesting matchups, and that is the Eastern Conference for the playoffs. So we're going to take a look at the... I lost my standings here. One second. Staff department is on it. Staff department is on it, and the staff department just kind of lost it. All right, there it is. All right, so in the Eastern Conference, they're already done with the first round. Mm-hmm. No game went past five. Uh, we had two sweeps, uh, Bucks-Pistons, Celtics-Pacers, and then we had two like early like first game like upsets, mm-hmm. and then they, those ended up in loss in straight four-game sweeps. Yeah. So a gentleman's sweep, basically. So that's Magic, Raptors, Nets, 76ers. 76ers came out of the top. Four games to one, and the Magic came out on top of the Raptors. Four games to one. The biggest thing to we don't really need to talk about the sweeps, but when we're talking about the four to one wins, the Seventy Sixers for me lost a lot in the sense that Joel Embiid had a good amount of technical flagrants, mm. and if he gets, I think, two more flagrant points uh, throughout the the playoffs. He's suspended one game automatically. Mm-hmm. So that's something that the 76ers probably don't want heading into a first, a second round matchup against the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. But it's what they have right now. Right. What do you think is the 76ers are looking forward to most against the Raptors, matchup wise? Honestly, I think the 76ers are in a bad place matchup-wise, but I still think that they might have an, a way to get out of this. Okay. Um, the only way that I think that they can get out of this is utilizing Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris a little bit more. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And then at the same time, I think Joel Embiid is going to have to just play better than he does against Marc Gasol. Because Marc Gasol, statistically against Joel Embiid has been able to kind of stop him a little bit. Um, and then the 70s are really going to have to watch out for Ben Simmons being trapped by Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Because the dude is a defensive monster. 
Kyle Lowry is actually a defensive monster as well. I, I think he's really good on defense more, more so than on offense at times. And then at the same time, I think the Toronto Raptors just have a leg up whenever it comes to players that have kind of been in this situation before. Um, and then at the same time, they have another, they have another, honestly, I think it's kind of a developing into a big three in Toronto because yeah. it's Kawhi Leonard, Lowry, and Siakam are just playing, and mostly Siakam. Siakam is just playing phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so 76ers are really going to have to do something about trapping all these different assets that like Toronto has. But honestly, but the, I think personally, the teams are kind of on like a ground level, but the thing that sets them apart is definitely their bench. Okay. So like Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet, I already say his, I always say his name wrong. I always like say it as like one big word. Fred Van Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Is going to be a deciding factor in the series. Okay. So another thing to think about. Joel Embiid and his knee. Uh, it's really the only thing that can kind of slow him down. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most dominant big men in the league right now, for sure. Yeah. The most innovative. But his knee kind of slowed him down in the last series. And they do not play super well without him. Nope. They live and die with Joel Embiid. And as much as 76ers fans would like to disagree with that. Yeah. That's kind of all of their problems, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's hurt him. It hurt him in that series. Yeah. I don't see the dude going all the way in the playoffs with this. Like, no, I think he's gonna get shut down. There's too. He's worth too much. Like yeah. When you're talking about, you know, team might have an insurance claim on him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's worth a lot. Simmons can't. I don't think he picks up the slack the way they need him to. No. Yeah, I don't know. This is a big series. I say Raptors and six. What's your prediction for the series? Sixers and seven. Okay, I could see that going either way, but Kawhi Leonard is <laughs> as weird as this sounds. He's a lot better than I think he is, mm-hmm. and the fact is like. He's just boring, and yeah, you know he has ice in his veins and New Balance on his feet. Like that's <laughs> like just the oddest comment, like combination in the world. Yeah, and so it's just and just he has a weird laugh and yeah. I think it's like there's no, you don't get the even like the playoff excitement whenever you watch Kawhi. Like you, you see him make a good shot where other people would like be doing like their taunts. And stuff, you know, LeBron would definitely be doing his taunt. Dame, oh, yeah. Dame would be doing his taunt. Yeah, the and yeah. then you know Westbrook would be the baby. You know, we're doing great radio right here. Yeah, so, know, sorry, we're so, acting it all out <laughs> just in case anyone was wondering. Um, he just doesn't make it exciting. Yeah, he just ties his shoes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. There's no excitement. Like you know, he just he has this blank face and kind of in that it's like. I feel like you've been there before, and I, I kind of get that, but, you know, I want him to dunk on someone, and then him scream, yeah. holy moly, dunk a moly, you know, I really want him to be my business partner on this catchphrase, <laughs> and, you know, he just, you know, instead of, like, a Joker shirt, it just says, holy moly, dunk a moly, mm-hmm. when he lifts up his jersey, that's what I want, that's where I envision this brand really going, and really taking off, but, yeah, I don't know, 
I think it's more exciting, honestly, if the 76ers win, but I think the Raptors are the slightly better team. I think it's going to be an exciting series overall. Um, I don't think it's going to be as chippy as the 76ers uh, Nets. Serge Ibaka. I don't know, man. I don't know. Serge Ibaka just might try to kick Jimmy Butler in the head for no reason. Yeah. Actually, I, get, I, th- I, I could see it getting chippy between... Serge Ibaka and Joel Embiid, and then Jimmy Butler being mixed into it. If not, if not Joel Embiid, then Serge Ibaka and Ben Simmons, because I feel like those two players, more so than Jimmy Butler, have had a chip on their shoulder throughout the whole playoffs recently. And I don't know, maybe it's because of what Jimmy, uh, what Ben Simmons said about like you know Jared Dudley and stuff, calling him an average player, and it's like oh, it's just Jared Dudley and stuff. So, yeah, and I could see, like, right now I just saw the whole fight pan out. So, Serge Ibaka is in the post, posting up Joel Embiid, gets the ball in the post, takes a couple dribble steps backwards, he goes side to side with his elbows oh, yeah. each time. Joel Embiid is a little dramatic. Maybe it was a pretty hard elbow. Joel Embiid does his hands in the air and he, he steps back. And then Serge Ibaka doesn't like that he's flopping or being dramatic, so he gets in his face. And then, out of nowhere, Boban comes, just picks him up like a claw machine, and just throws him <laughs> into the stand. So that's where I think that's going to go, because, you know, when you have Boban, you can kind of do what you want. If if nobody watches, if you don't watch NBA TNT, then you won't get this reference. You rang? <laughs> <laughs> last night the when they were playing they were playing Jeopardy. No, I didn't. I'll show you the steps. It's so freaking funny. Okay. They're the they are not smart whatsoever. They're the NBA TNT inside the NBA is the best thing to watch at like eleven o'clock at night when you're trying to go to bed. Cause like it's the it's honestly the funniest thing. It could be a comedy show. They don't even have to talk about basketball. Because they don't talk about they don't basketball. Talk about they basketball. talk about basketball for like the maybe the first tw- 10 minutes they talk about the games that happened and then it's just like well i think like i think i honestly think it's just like all right ernie's job is to maintain the first 10 minutes yep. so they can actually talk about, about the basketball. game and then ernie after that ernie just steps back just leans back in his chair and it's like chuck and shack just go <laughs> it's it's beautiful if no one has seen uh, their reaction to the jesse smollett case, <laughs> it's one of the best minutes of tv and I highly recommend the Jeopardy. There's one question that was based on it was like, what country would this be found or yeah. whatever? <laughs> Charles Barkley answers with Wonder Woman. Oh gosh. <laughs> and it's <laughs> I think the it's best ones thing. are like, yeah, the Jesse Smollett. Um uh, I'll I have to check out that Jeopardy one. And then the what was it? The Clippers Rockets Underground Secret Tunnel. tunnel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. It's yeah, it's the best thing on TV. All right, so we're going to talk about the other East matchup, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll see how much time we have left to talk about more. But Celtics-Bucks, I think this is probably the most interesting playoff matchup we've had so far. Mm-hmm. As far as Giannis and his quest to stardom, this is his biggest test, is right the now. Boston Celtics. For sure. It's a well-coached team that's finally clicking. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward looks like Utah Gordon. Yep. Al Horford is, you know, I'm wearing a Al Horford... <laughs> shirt right now you can't really tell because his name's yeah. on the back but Jalen Brown's been killing it he's been killing it Jason Tatum looks like Jason Tatum of the playoffs and yeah it could really be big time especially if they just 
get the feeling for it. And Milwaukee, they need to have a home court advantage. Yeah. And they're getting Brogdon back. Yeah. So it's a big time for Milwaukee right now. They have a lot to prove. The Celtics have more to prove. Because the Celtics don't make the Eastern Conference Final. This whole season was a failure. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, but Brad Stevens is getting close to the end of his contract. The Celtics might feel like he's averaging out and they might look for someone else. Which would be a big win for any other team that's looking for an NBA head Mm -hmm. coach. But he really needs to at least push. They can't get swept. Nope. Nope. I don't think they're going to get swept. Uh, I think... Boston is going to come out on top of it. Uh, I can't, I really can't say how, how many games because these two teams to me are such on like an even playing field. Well, um, I think if they went seven last year, they go seven this year. Really? Okay. Yeah. Or did they go six last year? Six no. Seven? Yeah, they went. They went seven last year. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, so if yeah, I could see it going seven. I could see it going even to like six, just with Boston coming out on top. I just do not see Milwaukee winning this series because I think the Boston Celtics, they only really have one assignment, and that's to shut down Giannis, and then everybody else is just play basketball. You know, just play the regular basketball. Just play, yeah. You know, defend your man, but we got to shut this one guy down and stuff. And I think, I personally think, I don't think that, um, I just don't think that Giannis has what it takes right now. Okay. I think he's been playing pretty great basketball, but like not to the point where it's going to get you to the Eastern Conference Finals past this Boston team. And then I, I've loved everything that I've seen from Kyrie. Like the dude has just been phenomenal. So, and to sweep the 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 Pacers, even though they don't have like Victor Oladipo, it's still a sweep between a basically decent pretty decent team that stayed in the middle of the standings throughout the whole series yeah i mean throughout the whole um um season yeah no the celtics looked really good and people should be a little more afraid of them than Mm -hmm. they probably were i still have them as my pick is heading to the finals i have nuggets celtics in the finals really yeah i that's who i see heading in the finals still that still has not changed i'm excited for this series Giannis has so much to prove. Yeah. And you know what? It could be like his LeBron. It was hard for him to get past the Celtics. The Celtics were his mm-hmm. kryptonite and it could be Giannis's too. So we'll see. Yeah. Very excited. I think if, I think if Jason Tatum dunks on Giannis and bumps him like he did LeBron, James. LeBron the series is over. Honestly, I think, oh, you know, there's a couple of those moments in series where it's just like, Dang, that just happened, and it just sucks all the energy out of the whole series and for the whole team. Like something like that needs to happen for yeah, yeah. I think I heard Jason Tatum has a big picture of that dunk on LeBron in his house. <laughs> I hope he has like a mural like, as he should as in his he bedroom. Should. Like yeah. it's the wall behind his bed, mm-hmm. and I hope know. it's not just a picture. I hope it's like a lot one of those live pictures where like it moves and stuff like that. So. Or it's like, you know, it's in a hallway, basically, and mm. it's like the series of like <laughs> events. It's like him coming up, boom, and then like he has speakers in the hallway that just recreates that <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> and then like the last one right before he like heads like into his bedroom, this mm. is him bumping LeBron. That's what I hope. But, you know, we'll probably never be invited to his house, so we'll never know. Yeah. Uh, but Jason Tatum, if you want us over, 
We're free. Yeah, pretty I'm, much every weekend. I'm free a lot. Yeah, you, you need to pay for airfare, and we need to probably crash. We don't. We're not really couch people, so you probably have a spare bedroom. Yeah, you're making money. Yeah. All right, we'll be back <laughs> in a second. <laughs> you're listening to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. Hello, I know you missed us. We didn't really miss you because we can't see you, but nope. we are happy to be back right now. We're wrapping up the show right now. And Philip wants to talk about something that really, he might be wrong on. I'm going to research it as we're talking about okay. this. He's usually wrong about a lot of things. No, nope, I am not. <laughs> I think if we go through like all our shows, <laughs> your track record is probably like one for 50. <laughs> At least I have that one, okay? That means I hit accurately somewhat of not all the time. But listen, viewers, I got it. I viewers, the listeners, listeners, viewers on our podcast through iTunes. Hi, mom, and everything. Uh, Hi, grandma. <laughs> um, this year has been a weird year for the NBA playoffs because I feel that one, LeBron is not in it. Two, that there's no official NBA music soundtrack to go with. The whole series or the the whole playoffs last year it was j cole La- the year before i think middle child is it this year no that was for the that was for the all-star game and then it can be no it can't they wouldn't do that okay it's a good song <laughs> it is a good song but it's not j cole because i haven't heard it and then um the year before that it was kendrick lamar with his new album that is you know an ex- expletive uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm wondering why there's nothing this year I'm wondering maybe it's because no major rapper has dropped an album maybe it's because there's just is a more demand for pop songs or maybe the NBA just didn't want to like pay somebody for their song honestly I think it's a little weird because Every year, it's one major album. And honestly, I would always correlate the NBA playoffs with a rapper, a, a major rapper coming out with an album. either Or Imagine Dragons. or Yeah, or Imagine Dragons. <laughs> so like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake, maybe even Jay-Z, maybe even Kanye, you know? Maybe even 21 Savage. I'm just wondering why there is no theme this year. You actually might be right on this. I can't seem to find it. Um. See, it's it's. I think I personally think it's because one, no major rapper has come out with an album, and then two. I think they just use Middle Child. Oh, there. Here's one. Oh no! It, I guess it it might be that, but Jaden right. Smith though. Real quick, we're 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 gonna play this live in the studio. You probably won't be able to hear it on air because of copyright stuff, but. Not really a song as much as it is a Jaden Smith talking. I don't respect Jaden Smith, so no, it's not it. <laughs> it's not it. It's not it. We're but, gonna have to cut most of that out because we have a lot of feedback. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> we are yeah. I just don't feel. I, it's odd. Maybe it's gonna happen in the finals. Maybe it's gonna happen in the second round, like Nate said, or like Eastern Conference, Western Conference time. But I just I was noticing that this week that there is no no like notable song or artist that is attached to this playoffs. 
Yeah. All right. I think you're right. I, I admit it. So you're two for 51 now. Yeah. How, how does it make you feel being two for 51? Pretty good, honestly. Especially if, you know, I'll go two for 51 if the two that I got are pivotal. How is this pivotal? It's pivotal to me, Nate. Okay. It might uh, not be to you, okay? On the inside to me, it's pivotal because I feel like I've made a connection, you know? I've made, in, you know, an inference. I've thought about it. And now it's confirmed, and now the NBA will pay me as a statistical analyst, not of NBA of NBA players, but of the NBA as a whole. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Silver, I know you're looking for an assistant. Uh, I honestly I don't know that, but like if you need one, uh, I'm I, available. I'm available. No, no, I would not go with him. <laughs> Nate is available if you need like. An audiovisual dude, you know, follow you around, or just some <laughs> dude that can say "Holy moly, dunkamoly." I got you to say it. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. It's, it's terrible. All right. Well, that's part of the show for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Just for context, if you just listened to part, like they just skipped a bunch. <laughs> We're trying to listen to what we think might be the new NBA songs. Yeah. We got some feedback in the studio. So we're going to try to cut some of it out. It wasn't the best audio. It was not the best audio. So, yeah. And we'll let you know if we figure out what the thong, thong, what the song of the NBA playoffs <laughs> is. Uh, we'll be back next week. All part of Nate's farewell tour. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought I forgot we are doing Nate's farewell tour. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. You've been listening <laughs> to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio.